I haven't heard that song in so long. I love it when that happens on a Monday morning. All right, let's chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun, who's feeling it sounds like a bit pessimistic this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Yes, it's your resident pandemic pessimist here from the <laughs> oh. provincial capital. Um, we had the big briefing from Dr. Bonnie Henry, the monthly update on Friday, and she talked about the vaccine rollout schedule and the doubts there. Uh, she got asked, uh, when will this uh, emergency and these uh, orders from her be lifted? And she said, well, you know, if we behave ourselves, it's coming. But the most interesting thing she said was, if these variants take off, all bets are off. And that's, of course, the COVID-19 variants. And I see in my reading this morning of the weekend news coverage in the UK and South Africa, the South African variant is sufficiently different from the one we're used to uh, that uh, they're not sure that the vaccines are going to be all that effective on it. In fact, the AstraZeneca one in South Africa, they've suspended use of it. That matters here, Simi, because on Friday, Dr. Henry said, we already have eight cases here in B.C. of the South Africa variant, and this is what disturbed me the most. For five of them, they don't know how they got here yet. They haven't been able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. So um, we're kind of, you know, there's two roads from here, and what I'm hearing Dr. Henry say is, don't be so smug uh, that we're going to be able to bend the curve. We may be heading into some very difficult times. Right, because we're up against the fact that we're not getting enough vaccines, although we yeah. heard from the federal government on the weekend that they believe that's now behind us, that in the next few weeks things are going to start to pick up. Well, again, Dr. Henry, as you know, uh, she tries to be optimistic. I mean, after all, uh, you know, I think I can understand after a year why she would be trying to encourage us that what we're doing is working. But she also on Friday said she wished she had more confidence about the delivery schedule for the vaccines. Now, for Dr. Henry, that is as close to anybody here in BC has come to criticizing the federal government. I see that the premiers went at it with the prime minister last Thursday. David Aiken has a good uh, report from Global. And, you know, he says the premiers are, are pushing the prime minister. They want answers on, you know, where's the vaccine? When's it coming? Um, what's in the contracts? They want to know what Ottawa actually signed in terms of delivery. Are the manufacturers in breach of the contracts? Or did Ottawa not get those contracts written strict enough to ensure deliveries would continue? So, you know, I, I, uh, I agree. There's, uh, you know, the, the numbers here in B.C. show the curve flattening, in some cases bending down. Uh, we're making progress. We've not done as badly as many places have. But I would say still, uh, if you think of these um, variants that are developing. Um, oh, the other thing Dr. Henry talked about on Friday was the California yes, variant. Yes, because this is about the trucking industry. This is a huge thing for us, right? Yeah, so there's a variant that's emerged in California, in Los Angeles, that is credited with a surge in cases down there. They're concerned about it. They don't fully understand it yet, but they think it's more contagious. And, of course, Dr. Henry said, well, that really matters to us here because, yes, I mean, we, we get so many of our goods by truck from Los Angeles, Southern California, 
They, they come in there. Uh, their food comes from there. And so there's huge traffic back and forth. And again, Dr. Henry said something that surprised me. She said the province is still talking to the federal government about more thorough screening of the truckers who go back and forth across the border. This is a year, right? And we're still talking to the federal government about getting them to do something about this, because as she points out correctly, the border is federal responsibility. So, you know, uh, I'm a professional hand wringer. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> oh, ever got a political columnist <laughs> in to chair them up. But man, I, there's enough out there at the moment that I go, wow, uh, we, we really, she wants us to be careful, but that's not just message box. That's, she's worried. I guess I know this weekend they were going. To, they were very concerned about people potentially gathering for Super Bowl parties. We spoke to Mike Farnworth. They said they were going to have a lot of enforcement out this weekend. I guess the numbers this week will be very critical, right, as we start to watch and see if people paid attention. Yeah, I think you're right. And the issue there as well is what, I mean, we were all really pleasantly surprised when the vaccines arrived. And that's true everywhere in the world. Uh did they lull us into the same kind of uh, overconfidence that, you know, the first wave went so well here uh, that we slackened our guard, that we started to go, oh, well, you know, um, it'll be okay. We're going to have vaccines sooner or later and, you know, everything will be fine. I, uh, one of the things that we'll only know when all this is over and, you know, there's some suggestion in the coverage today that it may never be over. We may just have to learn to live with COVID-19. Um, whether or not, you know, what kind of messaging worked the most in terms of curbing public behavior? Was it, hey, this stuff is working? Or was it, uh, we got to double down because it's still not working? Yeah, I guess that's the critical thing there. And also, I mean, how many second doses have we actually uh, administered? That's a good one. Uh, so we've administered over 150,000 first doses, so 156,000 first doses, only about 10,000 second doses. So there's 140,000 people out there who, um, you know, need to get the second dose. They said on Friday that they think they've got enough doses in hand or coming, although it's got to be coming because we've administered virtually everything we have to get all those second dose people done within the maximum safety margin of 42 days. We shall see. Again, what I heard Dr. Henry say on Friday was she wished she had more confidence in Ottawa's deliveries on this, but that's a biggie. Adrian Dix told us on Friday, Simi, that the province still believes it is on track to do 10% of the population by the end of March. I will note that on Thursday of last week, the governor of Washington State, Jay Inslee, announced that their state had already vaccinated 10% of the population. So they're about two months ahead of us in this. Um, you know, the American government's done a better job of lining up vaccine. The United States has its own supplies. They've got a bigger problem down there with COVID-19. Mm -hmm. Nobody denies that. But in terms of getting through this, well... Uh, you know, I can see why, uh, you know, as I said, David Aiken of Global reported it. I can see why the premiers are starting to ask tougher questions of the prime minister about his contracts and his commitments to deliver vaccines. 
Right, because even with the doses that are arriving in the next couple of weeks, like there's 150,000 people who have to have their second shot. So new doses are going to be still few and far between. Uh, Yep, I think that's true. Uh, Dr. Henry, you know, got asked. Remember, she got vaccinated on the 22nd of December. So she got asked the other day whether she's had her second shot. And at that point, she hadn't. But if she's, you know, if they're going to deal with her within the 42-day window, she must have been vaccinated by now. It's not the end of the world if you don't get it within 42 days. You still have some immunity. The question is just whether or not it's optimum. And again, we're seeing, Simi, from, from elsewhere that... Um, These vaccines are so new that we don't know 100% for sure uh, whether or not, uh, you know, exactly how effective they are, whether they're effective with different age groups. Uh, You know, as I said, the numbers on the South African one and the UK one are both uh, cause for concern. But there's an awful lot of still unknowns here, and you can't really fault our our public health officers for not knowing all the answers because they're still learning. So true. We all are. Thanks for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Sydney.